0: thing is buried here. All right, we're good. In this episode, we're going to answer some viewer questions from the 10 Steps to Fisbo Success video, starting with John D. Jill.
1: Should I start to hire someone to value the House of Value Inspector? I guess that's a video I'd like. Well, I think what John's asking here: Should he have a home inspection done on the house?
0: I, when he says value, though, I don't know if it's an appraisal or an inspection. Well, let's and since, address both. Since, and also, Rodney Greenway asked the question about an appraisal. So let's deep dive on both of these. Let's start with John's question right now. Uh, if it's pre-listing inspection, John, absolutely yes and yes. By the way, guys, if for anybody that wants to bail on this, I answer below in both comment or both questions. The answer to both of the, both of these questions is yes. You should definitely get a pre-listing inspection and get an appraisal done on the home, especially for sale by owners. Even homes that Jill and I list, we, ha- we recommend that people do this. Now, back to the question. If it's a pre-listing inspection, 100% you're gonna wanna know what the gotchas are that are in your home. You've lived there for 15, 20 years, 25 years. Some of these things are obvious, some not so. We often say that a lot of times things become white noise Right, Absolutely. that damaged soffit, the the fact that there's no kickout flashings, and water's been running down and just been drilling the ones. You just don't even pay it attention to it at a while. Could have an
1: outlet plate missing, right? Or there's an extra crack from settling in the drywall, right? And and it
0: could be even uh, a little bit more. Uh, Deeper than that, meaning your septic. Yeah, material, meaning your septic or radon issue. Uh, there could be any, a foundational issue. So, there's home inspections are very, very important for a lot of reasons. That's why the seller's disclosure is important. We won't get into that in this episode, but the pre listing inspection is going to do two things. Let's now, explain,
1: first of all, to our viewers and listeners, what is a pre listing inspection? Yeah, go
0: ahead, Jill. Why don't you take that?
1: You're bringing in a licensed and certified inspector to come Mm -hmm. and look at all areas of your home they're looking at cosmetic areas as well as material defects Mm -hmm. they're looking at your systems the structure price of this inspection is going to vary depending on where you live in the country here in the pennsylvania philadelphia region where we work you can expect anywhere from four to six hundred dollars yeah um depending on the size Mm -hmm. and price of your home yeah The inspector is going to come in, can take anywhere from two to four hours to do this. You can walk through with them. They're going to explain everything. They're going from nuts to bolts. They're going to look at your insulation, the quality of your windows. They're going to say you have too many trees touching the outside of your house. Mm -hmm. They're going to look at foundations. They're going to check for water damage, leaks, anything that a buyer is going to want to know about.
0: Yeah. So, but there are a couple of things that that is not going to be a radon test is not going to be part and of that. Those are separate. Those Let's are be separate. yes yeah, Sorry, I want to be clear. These are
1: separate inspections. A home inspection covers the general. Right. The things that you can additionally do, or a termite inspection can be done. Yep. A radon inspection, which is very important in the area of the country where we live, and also stucco and mold inspections are a big thing here in the Pennsylvania area. Those are invasive. Each one of these will cost additionally, but I recommend at a bare minimum a homeowner who is trying to put their house on the market at least get a general home inspection.
0: So let's break down the why. That's that's what they should do. Let's break down why they should do it. The reason they should do it is because they're going to want to have the most amount of information in their hands Mm -hmm. because that buyer, that buyer's agent is going to hire the inspector that they've worked with for 5, 10, 25, 35 years, and they're going to be working for that buyer. What that agent knows that they're going to do to the seller to The for sale by owner, what they know they're going to do to that person is they're going to use the reply to inspection to renegotiate the sale price of the home. They're
1: going to come up with a laundry list of things, it's
0: literally going to be a punch list. Everything from cloudy but functioning. I always love that one cloudy but functioning skylight. If it's functioning, it's fine. If you don't like it, change it out when you buy the house. But you
1: saw it when you walked through the house, you saw it when you walked through. That's exactly right.
0: (laughs) So you're going to want to have. You're going to want to be armed with that knowledge because that buyer's agent is going to come back with a laundry list and they're going to say, Well, Mr. Seller, you know, you've got this wrong and you've got that wrong. And look at all of these items. I mean, you, you know, you said in, that it was perfectly maintained and this house is absolutely one. And, it, you know, but there's a lot of things wrong with this house. There's nothing wrong unless it's materially wrong. wrong. Right. Materially wrong. That's what we really want to focus on. If you have your own version uh, and your own inspection report and you can refute some of these things.
1: Or you've already repaired some of the minor things That's so right. they don't that, become Jill's an, an issue. That's got a great
0: point. That's exactly right. Sometimes what I say uh, in the 10 Steps to FSBO Success video is people want to love that home. They want to feel that it's been well cared for and maintained. And you know what? It doesn't matter what it's looked like and what condition it's been in the past 10, 15, 20 years, it matters what it looks like when the buyer comes through. And in many cases, Jill and I will literally be driving, by the way, this is a tip for agents. When you're driving down the street and you see a house that just starts to get dialed in, I don't, I might have been wrong yet, on I, we're driving, we're running, walking, on and I say, I one. guarantee you there's a I know for sale what you're sign. Going to say That's yeah. right. There's a for sale sign in that yard. Literally three, six months later, even sometimes sooner, there's a for sale sign going up. You can just see that the pattern, it's pattern Don't recognition. we done
1: it when we lived out on the West Coast. Yes. We lived with things that were just kind of cosmetic, nothing yep. dangerous right. to the house, and suddenly we wanted to sell it, so we fixed those things. That's right. Suddenly you're replacing carpets, you're painting that you hadn't thought about painting in the last seven years yeah but these things are so important to that feeling when a buyer walks that's into exactly a home. right yeah and Doug does go into a lot of this in the for sale by owner video a lot of great advice and how to prep your home for sale
0: so again the most important thing is is having that information being armed with it let's just talk real quick for John because you know I just want to be sure that he understands that the home inspection okay. is four five six hundred bucks you've got termite For another couple hundred bucks, not
1: not even termite you can do for about ninety.
0: Okay, so you got ninety there, but you've got radon, buck and a quarter. Right. So, but that's what I'm saying. Between termite, radon, you got another couple hundred bucks. Right. So all inspections, all in, you know, you could be hitting that thousand dollar mark.
1: No, that's not including if you have stucco.
0: Right, and that's a biggie. Stucco could be
1: another grand.
0: Right. Stucco, stucco in and of itself could be a thousand bucks. And
1: keep in mind, this is in our area in Chester County, outside Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look. I don't think stucco is an issue out west. Uh, John, we're not sure where you live. Maybe you could help us out and say what region you live in. That might be helpful. But for now, just know that you're about 1000 bucks if you want to do your home inspection, your termite, your radon. Uh, and you're about 2000 if you want to do the whole ball of wax. Right. And I'll tell you right now, here's why you might want to do it. If you lived in a stucco home and you know for a fact that you don't have kickout flashings and you know that there could be some damage. I think
1: you're getting so far down and that's another podcast. That's video. another video. All right.
0: Next question from Rodney Green. Greenway? Yeah, Rodney Greenway. What does he ask, Jill?
1: Okay, Rodney here. How do you go about listing a house that you're living in for the next five to six months? Let's pause. Let's answer the first part of Rodney's question. Um, if you're asking for specifics and how to prep it, I think, as you've seen in the FISBO video, there's a lot of great advice. What you may be asking, Rodney, is how do I live in my home and show it at the same time? Start with that decluttering, Mm
0: -hmm. start with- Step one.
1: Start with positioning the furniture, making the exterior entrance look great. What do you do with all of the stuff you're saying? I'm living here, I don't live in a museum. A lot of the things that we live with we don't need day to day. Box it up, clear an area out in your garage. Put the boxes, everybody knows you're moving. Stack them up I on agree. one side neatly in the garage. Yeah. If you don't have a garage or the space, the next thing we recommend, consider a hundred bucks a month, get a storage unit. Yeah. Pull out get the a lot stuff of out. things.
0: You, and, know, you know these things are going to be going anyway, so get them well, out. Well, let me right. say,
1: maybe these things don't need to go. I oftentimes think moving is a great time to purge. It frees you of all of yeah. that baggage and all of those things that we all tend to carry around in life. Do we really need them? I wish I was more of a minimalist, but I think I have we're such emotional there. attachments but to we're things there. that I hold on to them.
0: We're getting there. So I think Jill's got great points there, John. Um, I'm sorry. Rodney, Rodney. That's Rodney.
1: Okay, let's move to the next part. Rodney's next part of the question we see here. Also, would it be wise to pay for an appraisal prior to listing? When I use the VA home loan, neither the seller or buyer could have the know the appraiser, but perhaps it would help to make sure your listing for both to be fair to the buyer and seller. Absolutely, let's start with yes, an appraisal is an excellent idea when selling your home. Doug, do you want to start with your thoughts
0: on that? Absolutely, no matter what. They don't know what they don't know right? They don't have the luxury. The, seller, of, the doesn't. seller doesn't. They don't have the luxury of an agent, an experienced and licensed professional realtor come into the, their home and sit down and explain to them with a CMA, a comparative market analysis, what their home is likely to be worth. They right. have no idea. So they're really guessing. They, they, they think about... In certain streets and deals that we know that we we've really run the gamut. They change
1: from, from street to street. Exactly.
0: Three fifty on one street to a million fifty on another street, literally in their backyards.
1: Or it could be as simple as three fifty on this street and the next street is three seventy-five. This happens especially, this is apparent, like in the shore area. Yeah. Every time you cross the street and you get a block closer to the ocean, yeah. your prices jack up. Right,
0: right. So we don't know where Rodney's at, but you know, really in any case, the appraisal is there for you you to have the knowledge of what your home is worth. It gives you a starting point. I always say, depending on when, I say it in the 10 Steps to Fizbo Success video, it depends on what your timeline is. Your timeline determines what your pricing is. If you need to get out of here quickly, let's say we're this time of year, we're heading into the Mm -hmm. spring market and you've gotta be gone, like by summertime, you've gotta be at your destination. I would price it at about three to 5% above appraised value.
1: That's great for a Fizbo going out there doesn't know what the market's coming up with, Mm -hmm. doesn't know what's ahead because negotiations are tough. The buyers and especially an agent is going to come down with their list of every reason why the home's not worth that much. You now have, more than a CMA, you now have Mm -hmm. an educated opinion of value. An appraiser really goes to a lot of education and training to get this licensing. It is the only appraiser, excuse me, the appraisal is the only opinion of value that a mortgage company is going to accept That's right. when they're loaning money on the yeah. sale.
0: Yeah, they're not going to go after the CMA that your agent came up with. That's not going to be used Because a that- lot
1: of that has emotion involved yeah. in it, yeah. where an appraisal is a straight, factual, That's exactly right. based on the neighborhood, based on what's currently happening, generally yeah. in the last six months in the area. Yeah. So no, Rodney, you're asking, it's not going to change that much in a couple months. And additionally, these appraisals between what you get right now as a seller and what the buyer is going to get through their mortgage company, they should not vary that much. There are such strict guidelines. And all of these numbers that the bank is looking at, they have a database where their appraisals are going in so they know what another appraiser that went for a mortgage on this house, what this house appraised for prior.
0: Yeah. Well, that's it, guys. We hope you've gotten a little bit more information, a little more insight into uh, these questions that you've had. If you've got any other questions, feel free to ask them below. Anybody else watching, ask your questions below. We're having a blast doing this. We're having a blast helping people get to the next destination in their lives. Hit that notification bell; don't miss a single episode. And let us know what we can do better here. Do you like this new set? I kind of like this deep dive. You know, let us know if you would like to see Jill and me have a conversation even after the cameras turn off. Uh, This episode, (laughs) by the way, this episode, by the way, is going to be on thewirepodcastpeople.com. All video is going to go on our YouTube channel, and all of our audio, each one of these episodes is going to be in audio form uh, on the peoplecom You can subscribe there. You can subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, The Usual Suspects, uh, Google, Android Play. So... Uh, Let us know if you'd like to see us go on even more of a deep dive uh, and that the audio version of this episode was more important to you than the video. Of course, we're doing this for Rodney and for John uh, on our YouTube channel, but let us know what you guys think. So until next time. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jill. I'm sorry.
1: Or also pick up the phone and give us a call. We're happy to speak to you.
0: Yeah. You've got our contact information. It's linked up below. Uh, Rodney, thank you very much. Oh, by the way, real quick about Rodney. Rodney, are you ready for this? I got to throw this out there because if you've hung out this long, you know I always like to throw a little bit of something out of the out of the blue at the very end for sticking around. This guy, Rodney Greenway. Are you ready for this? I guarantee you don't know the answer to this. Do you know what? Put me on the spot. Do you know what a fen treasure hunter is?
1: A fen?
0: A fen treasure F-E-N? hunter. F E N. F E N N.
1: Eh, I'm out.
0: Forrest Fenn was an art dealer and an author, and it's been said that he buried treasure. Uh, I think it's in Yellowstone Park somewhere, and there's literally like a whole movement and books, and he's written some books about it. Apparently, he buried a million dollars worth of treasure, and Rodney has a really cool YouTube channel where this guy goes out, and he goes and tries to find... uh, Clues and he gives clues and tips and I, I think he's looking for it himself. I haven't gone on a deep dive on his channel, but he said he was a Fen treasure it out. hunter. I thought that was really kind of neat. I love so, it. Yeah, so uh check out Rodney's channel. Um we'll link his channel up below. Check him out. John, we'd like to link your channel up below, but we're thinking you just wanted to ask a question. <laughs> and uh so uh, again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you had some uh, provide we hope that we have provided you some value in this episode. Until next time, I'm Doug.
1: And I'm Jill.
0: Thanks, Thanks for watching. Hey, Z, rock, rock the house, pal. Come on, help
1: me turn it out. I'm MD, bang, and I rock the house. Yeah. You know I'm going to turn it out, young.